Welcome back to the Grinder, folks. Just the two of us today. The old James Chapman and Addison Corbin duo. And <laughs> I mean, that's all that matters, right? At the end of the day, yes. Yeah. I believe, I believe people come to the podcast to uh, listen to us. I don't know, man. We got some pretty smoking guests on here. And then we also have one coming on pretty soon that may or may not have been on the old Jocko podcast. I'm not nice. dropping names yet. I mean, I don't know, man. We got, uh, you know, we've had JP on here a couple times. I mean. Separate from JP. You know, he, uh, he's like the right hand. Yeah. He's the enforcer. <laughs> the machine. The machine. That dude's a beast. That yeah, dude's man. a beast. We've been very fortunate to have all the guests on that we've had. I mean, every single one of them. So all of them have brought some kind of, you know, some knowledge to look, I'm going to be real with everybody. You ready? You want me to get real? Please. The truth is we look for people who bring us value. Not, it, it's not like, Oh, let me just be good. Let me get somebody who, cause they're entertaining. They'll be great for the people who listen to us. We focus completely on who we think will be interesting to us because more than likely if they're interesting to us and they're teaching something to us, hopefully they're going to teach something to you. Yeah. And that's what matters. So, you know, call it selfish, however you want to look at it, it works. And that's what we like. And when I get in the conversation, I have the opportunity to get in a conversation with someone that comes on here that's great gracious enough with her time to entertain us. Okay. And be part of this. I'm 100% focused. I, f- I forget this thing's even recording. Don't care. I want to learn something. Uh, cause I got so much more growth that, uh, I can still do. Um, I'm not going to cheat myself. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And I, I've also found that, you know, when I started listening to more podcasts, the host was not asking the questions that I would ask. And I was finding that like, Man, if we if we had our own podcast, we could ask the questions we want, and most likely the same, you know, with us being peer to peer and having the same mindset as most of the people that are listening to us, we're going to be asking almost the same questions, and so I think that's that's pretty cool. I mean, look, I think one of the, I mean, it's not just what I think. One of the absolute best podcasts out there is Joe Rogan. Oh, no doubt, the man. Such a variety of topics, everything. But I guarantee you, if you ask Joe Rogan, he, the number one person who gets the most out of his podcast is him. Getting to sit down, enjoy the time, one-on-one. Um, and, you know, he's, he's courteous enough to share those conversations with all of us. So, you know, man, it's, it's, it's awesome. Best part of this is the idea that people do get value from what we bring. Um, that's a great feeling. Uh, but you know, I mean, me getting to spend some time and learn for, from different people with, from all different walks of life. Amazing. Love it. Um, 100%. I mean, I don't care if this thing ever brings in a penny, being able to get that is fantastic. So I agree. I agree. Because we do podcasts. All right. So I'm biased here, but I've listened to podcasts for years. I mean, I know they're, I heard the other day they're doing like there's colleges. You can actually take courses now on pod podcasting. 
it's great. It's an awesome, it's an awesome way to communicate, listen at your leisure. Look, there's a, there's an ocean of material out there for all different things, not just business related. That's what this one's usually focused on, right? And and your your mindset around business growth, success. But there's podcasts on everything, industry related. I mean, specific stuff like there's a lot more to life than just listening to your favorite song on the radio. And I think there's times for that. But I have one of the best things I've done for myself is a couple of years ago, I started listening to podcasts. Somebody recommended a Entree Leadership podcast to me or the Entree Leadership podcast, which is a Dave Ramsey podcast. You know what? I sucked everything I could out of that. Every bit of material I could get out of it, I got it. And when I got tired of it, I moved on. And then from that, though, I found Gary V. found out who Gary V was several years ago. I started learning from him. And then something from that, uh, you know, it, it just cascaded. You know, learning about, you know, then I learned about the MFCEO project, which is probably my number one podcast right now that I listen to. And then I jumped over and found out about Brad Lee and picked up all kinds of material and Jocko and so on and so forth. I mean, that's where I start picking up all these different people and learning from different podcasts on different mindsets and everything. Like I get listening to radio and zoning out to some music, but don't cheat yourself. You know, if you're trying to grow and go somewhere, you know, everybody talks about like, oh, you need to read books. Well, that's great. But, you know, if you're in the car a lot, do audibles, audible books. I love audible. Set it up, monthly recurring. You get a credit every month. Buy a book every month, man. Listen to that thing, especially if it's the author um, narrating it. I mean, because you actually hear exactly how it wants it to, he wants it to be applied. Great information. I mean, it's a great way to get a book. So I get there's something from sitting down and actually reading a book. But doing that, you know, take advantage of it. Your, your radio, your stereo system in your vehicle can be a lot more than that. So put some discipline around it. It's, it's, it's so helpful. It has been for me. I would imagine it would be for most. So turn the damn radio off, your Spotify off or whatever, and consume some material that can actually help you go somewhere. 100%. I would assume that if people are listening to this podcast, they're probably doing the exact same thing, right? They're probably putting on some podcasts. They're probably putting on the Audible book. And hell, they're probably even reading. Um, so I say we jump right into what we have going on today and what we, you know, the, the, the main topics of focus today. Well, I'll tell you, I wanted to talk about leadership. And I wanted to talk about vulnerability. Oh, yeah? Are you feeling vulnerable right now? Well, I think uh, both of them go hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I guess that's that's kind of the thing. I'm really trying to <clears> – <throat> I've, I've always considered myself very straightforward and blunt. I think it's served me well with my team um, or any organization I've been part of. And, um, you know, helping me learn and grow and just making people feel more comfortable – of what we're doing. And it's not just me barking orders. I mean, there's times where that needs to, something's got to be done. It needs to be done immediately. There's not time to discuss it. We can come back and gather up later. But, you know, I guess my thought is, let me ask you, I mean, when somebody says, Hey, be a little vulnerable in leadership, what's your thoughts on that? So naturally I pull back. Um, 
that's not, I'm not really a vulnerable person, uh, especially when it comes to uh, the team now, now that we are growing a little bit more, it's, I've kind of found that there's a time and place for vulnerability, but there's also you, you, it's a very fine line of, um, what would it be? A fine line of going too far and being too vulnerable. And then there's uh, another side of that to where if you're not vulnerable enough, you, you don't feel part of the team, right? You just feel like, Hey, I'm the boss. You're my subordinate. And this is what this is. And there has to be a balance between the two, 100%. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where I feel. I mean, it's a good point. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I don't think you need to just, you know, I mean, let's be real. There's people who share too much. Right. Or make a big deal. I mean, the pussification that goes around these days is unreal. You know what I'm saying? What was that word? Pussification. Can you please put a definition to that? Pussification, uh, you know, pussifying everything. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, so I, I think there's a balance there with that, of course. But, you know, I, I mean, I had a – so when I was in Afghanistan – we had a, a situation that happened where there was a misdrop of a bomb. Um, several of the AMP, the Afghan national police we trained were killed. It was like really bad. I mean, we had been working hard in that community, building trust with them. Um, and then we were doing a, um, we were doing a joint operation with ODA and it was just a mix up. It was a mix-up. It was, I mean, it's war, man. I mean, mix-ups happen, right? And they dropped a 500-pound bomb in the middle of like 12 AMP, like right on top of them. And yeah, so on top of that, it almost killed some of us, some of of my team. Um, We got very lucky. Fortunately, frankly, the only thing that saved us is that we were like in this this field, I, you know, I call it a rice paddy. It wasn't a rice paddy, but it was a field that had been, I guess it could have been a rice paddy. Hell, I don't know. But it was a, where we were at was heavy agriculture and it was a field that had been just previously flooded. So the ground was so soft. The bomb actually sank like eight feet before it exploded. So it kind of exploded up instead of out. If it had hit hard top, it, it would it would have injured us too. So we were just far enough away where we took cover. Um. Anyways, I digress. So to the point. I mean, man, it it, it shook us hard. All right. So, um, and I remember us coming back, and then we had to do all this debriefing and stuff, and then the next day. We shared a tent, so it was like one or two guys woke up in the middle of the night, like because I mean it was it was pretty traumatic, right? Yeah. I mean, we almost died that day, you know. So, um, a couple guys woke up in the middle of the night, like you heard a couple guys yell, like where they were having nightmares and stuff. So, anyways, the next day our master sergeant gathered us up. And he said, "Guys, I'm gonna be straight up with y'all. This is bothering me bad." He's like, "Bad, all right." Um, he's like, "I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm giving myself time to get over it." He's like, but if in a week this isn't gone, I'm going to go talk to somebody about it. And he is like the hardest motherfucker. I mean, this dude, I would follow him anywhere. And the rest of the team was the same way. I mean, he was old school infantry guy, like no bullshit, hard as woodpecker lips. Okay. 
And, but he was totally transparent with us. Like, Hey, it's, it's bothering me. I can't get it out of my head. If in a week it's not better, I'm going to go have a conversation with somebody because I'm, I'm human too. And I got to get past this. One of the best things and one of the most respectful things I ever heard him say, like he was vulnerable with me, you know, right. he was vulnerable with all of us and he did it not so we would, you know, crowd around him and sing Kumbaya. Cause he knew if he was dealing with that, if he was feeling that way, some of us were too. And he wanted us to know it's okay. Like it's all right. We're still a team. We're still badasses. This is fucking with us and we got to get over it, you know? And, um, I remember immediately feeling better. I remember immediately going, you know what? He's in the suck too with me. It's going to be all right. It's okay. Like bad shit happens. Let's learn from it. Let's move on. Let's still do some good. And immediately the team, whole team bounced right back up and everybody was good. You know, so that's good leadership. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and we, and we finished out as strong as we could cause we were pretty close to the end of the deployment when that happened. Um, so, you know, being vulnerable, I had a meeting with my team the other day we were talking through some stuff and I said, look, here's what scares me right now. Here's what makes me nervous here. Cause here's some of the stuff I don't understand what's going on in our business. And we got really good things. But I'm like, here's the stuff that I don't get. You know, and I went through it, A, B, C. As soon as I said that, they all pulled in, shaking their head. Yep, okay, we're with you. We don't really know where it's coming from either. Like, how's this stuff happening? How do we control it? How do we get better and move forward? You know, so it's great if you're the hard-ass leader who just leads from the front. That's what you should be. But don't ever forget to to take a step back and look and see, you know, Hey, how are my people feeling? How am I feeling? Are, are we communicating this? Are we just putting our head down and just doing work and never talking about anything? It, you know, that's, that doesn't always get you as far as you think it does. I mean, we're all humans at the end of the day. We need connection. We need to know people are in and with us. We need to know people share the same feelings we're feeling, right? And if they're not, maybe they tell me where, hey, I'm, I'm being a puss and I need to just get out of my head, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think... I think a lot of that has um, being able to be vulnerable, but then also being able to be a very strong head, head first leader. I think you have to play with your ego a little bit and, and kind of be that, that puppeteer at the top and say, okay, am, am I being too hard right now or because of my ego and I, I, I have to be up 100% all the time or is it okay, time to dial it back, be a little bit humble in the sense of, Hey, it's okay to open this up so that if everybody's feeling the same way I am, then we're able to make connections at that point. For if, sure. At what point am I overdoing it? Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, that's the, you know, not still the word I know it's becoming really popular late, but that's the dichotomy, right? Mm-hmm. So you got somebody who overshares everything's feelings and they talk so much, they get fucking nothing done. Right. Right. It's always about how they're feeling it and, and never anything about what they're actually doing. Right. That, right. That's an issue. Right. And then you got the other side where there, there's so little emotion in it that you, it's, it's obvious it's fake as shit. It's all just a shell. It's just all you see when you look at them is pride. Yep. That's it. And you know, I mean, it's both. So 
finding a good balance, knowing when to share. I mean, some of the best, some of the best things I've had happen as a leader in my company is when we had, you know, something shake us a little bit or something not going right. And I walk in and be like, okay, Hey, I share it. Here's what's got me worried. Here's what's got me stressed. Here's what I'm feeling good about. Hey, guess what? I'm going to walk into my office and I'm going to fucking get after it anyways. And I'm going to show you how we're going to push through this and how we're going to do it. And it's raw, man. It's real. People follow that. You follow that. You know what I'm saying? It's not just how successful somebody is. I mean, that's, that's good. Like that's additional values, but like my marriage is probably as good as it is because we're raw with each other. We're not a glass case of emotion, but you know, we're real with each other. Like if something pisses the other one off, or if someone's proud of the other one, they fucking call it and they say it and they communicate it and it's real. It's not talking points. Right. And it's, it's being able to get to what the focus of the problem is and understanding, Hey, look, you know, if you're feeling this way, it's quite possibly that I'm feeling this way or or I may not even notice and I may just need a checkpoint and say, Hey, look, call me on my bullshit real quick. Let me check up on that. Let me see if I feel the same way about myself or whatever the situation is and then figure out how to, how can we maneuver now to fix the problem? Yeah, I agree. That, dude, that's, 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 that's good shit. I mean, I think, you know, you've been able to share an experience that, that at one point, you know, may have rattled you a little bit and then being able to say, Hey, look, we had this point, this is how it helped us. And now we're at a better time right now. Now we're feeling better about the situation, being able to take that out, apply it in your business currently do that shows that, that you not only learned focused and, and it meant something to you, but that means that you are now able to impact the people that are working for you. Yeah. That shit's legit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, cause I mean, let's be real. If there was somebody on your team who's having an issue, you'd want to know about it, right? Exactly. Exactly. You can help solve it or just say, Hey, look, I get it. You, you go, it, it's part of it. It's phase. You need me, you let me know, but I know you're going to get out of this cause you're going to stay focused and you're going to go do a, B and C and it's going to get better. You know? So, I mean, but, but I, it also, you know, everybody's heard me hammering on this a lot lately. It's like knowing yourself too. And I've talking about that a lot because I mean, I'm 35 now and I really feel here recently that I'm like realizing how little I actually do know about myself. Like, cause you, you know, you ever have somebody compliment you on something, you'd be like, ah, I don't really feel like I do it that well. Yep. Yeah. It's not, just, it's not you trying to fucking pretend, be humble or whatever. You're like, I really don't know how well I do that. Right. Do I really do that that well? Cause I don't think I do. Like you don't even know who the fuck you are. Dude, you don't know I, what you do well. You don't know what you don't do well, that kind of stuff. So, you know, I've really been working on that, man. I want to know myself, knowing your thoughts, but knowing who you are, two different things. Yeah. yeah. And I really want to figure that out. Like I, I, I want to get to the bottom of it so I can, I can do better, you know, yeah. and know what's going on. So it's like me, man, I, I naturally get in weird funks sometimes. I'm sure a lot of people do, but I'll get in weird funks where maybe it's just burnout or whatever the case may be, ruts, you know, and then 
see, that's what it's always worked well for me. Like Danielle, she always is a good balancer for me. It's probably one of the reasons, one of the many reasons, but one of the reasons our relationship works so well. She's like, this got this really good meter on me, man. She knows me well. So if I'm just getting in my own head, it's really simple. She's just looking at me and be like, hey, here's the fact. Quit being a bitch. <laughs> Serious. And, and for, you know what? Like, it's always proven to be a fact. So when she does that, I'll check. I'll analyze what she says really quick. I'm like, all right, she's right. And even if I don't agree with it, I'm like, okay. Point being, though, I still need to move on. Let me get back at it because this is, this is fucking me up from doing better, from making my next advancement, to make my next move, to make my next step. So, you know, I'm fortunate I have that in my life. But going back to the point, still trying to understand and learn myself better on how I perform, how I react, how I process information so uh, I can advance and, and get better. I mean, because I'm only limited by me. Right. And yeah, no, no, 100%, you're only limited by yourself. And going back to a few of the points of knowing your thoughts and knowing who you are as a person, I like to think that I have this, this idea of who Addison Corbin is. I like, I, have, I like to have this idea of, of, you know, we push first, then we figure out what happens. And that's, that's just who I am that I, I've, I've focused on that as, as being a benefit. Um, but addition to this is my knowing my thoughts. I've kind of taken a little bit of complacency on that of, of analyzing what I'm thinking on a, on a throughout, throughout, throughout the day. And not just the simple fact of like, Hey, I'm going to, I know that I need to type this up. So I'm going to think about typing this up. I'm talking about the self-talk. Um, and so to e the easy example to, for me to take this to is at jujitsu the other day, um, I was having trouble with, with getting out of from, from the bottom. So let's just say someone's on top of you, they're mounted on you and I can't, I'm having trouble maneuvering from that. And it's a simple, you know, having an underhook on their arm, which I know I'm kind of going into technicals, but, um, it's about doing this and then doing a thing called a shrimp. And so it's about scooting out and taking basically able to take their back at, at some point. And mm -hmm. so I kept saying to myself, dude, I can't do this up here. And then it verbally started coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. Cause every time I tried, I couldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. One of my rolling partners was like, dude, why do you keep saying you can't do it? You can do it. All you have to do is this. And I was like, dude, I keep saying I can't. And it was, it, I didn't even notice I was saying it. That's how crazy it was. I didn't realize I was thinking I couldn't do it. I didn't realize how much I was saying it. He was like, dude, you've said you couldn't do this the entire time we've been at, we, we've been rolling. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. So and you're basically convincing yourself the entire time, not even knowing it. Yep. And I'm beating myself up, like beating myself up because I'm Addison Corbin. I should be able to at least do this, or I should have some at least athletic ability to be able to move my ass in a certain way. But I'm telling myself I can't. And it's literally, when I say literally stopping me from doing it, my body was not functioning the way that I wanted it to. Talk yeah. about that shit, dude. Like how... It, it allowed me to be vulnerable with, with my rolling partner. And I was like, dude, 
I need to talk this shit out because I have not thought about how, how negative I've been to myself on a regular basis lately on a regular fucking basis. And not, not to say like I'm off the deep end, but it's just like those little tiny things of like, Hey, I can't do this. Yeah. What, why should I be able to do this? Dude, it's trippy, bro. When you start thinking about how, how much that shit actually affects your day to day life and me saying I can't, and then I can't even move my ass. Yeah. Dude. Well, it just makes me think, I mean, that all applies. Like, so you're doing that, not noticing it. How much do we do that? And what makes us our money? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, nothing's coming in today. So you're sitting there thinking about or feeling sorry for yourself or whatever. The, I can't get this. This deal's not going to work out. You know what I'm saying? And then you're just, it's, I mean, same concept, right? Yep. So, well, look, let's, uh, let's wrap it up. I know okay. you got an appointment. I got an appointment right now. Actually, they're sitting out in the lobby looking at me right now. So. Uh, I'm wondering why your shirt's so tight right now. My shirt's so tight. It's because I've been working out. Dude, I know. Um, actually, I haven't. I'm off now. I finished the competition. So, you know, I made 46 days, went solid, day 47. So, I was in a 60-day 60, 60 challenge, all right? No cheat meals, no nothing, okay? Day 47, I realized on day 46, I forgot to do the workout of the week. I didn't cheat. I didn't get, I didn't get lazy. I made a mistake. Still my mistake. Totally own it. So, I forgot to do 10 fucking burpees. I was like, all right, I'm going to be a man. I'm going to step up. I'll restart. So day 47 restarted. Day one went through. So 106 days. I haven't had a fucking French fry or a piece of pizza or nothing. Jesus. So I'm taking the rest of the brownie yesterday. Huh? You ate a brownie yesterday? Dude, I ate a brownie. And I'm not even into sweets. Yeah. really okay so not having any sweets for over three months is not a huge deal for me but oh my god that brownie was fucking delicious that looked like it bro yeah all right so back to the point hey yep. take some stuff apply it number one spend some more time educating yourself especially in your vehicle all right so that's the first thing we hit number two think about how you act around your team are you the fucking hard ass that everybody knows is just full of pride so they don't share shit with because it's pointless because you always think you're above them? You're getting nowhere with those people. And secondly, if you're the person who's always bitching out, right? Always bitching out. They're never going to depend on you. So, you know, the person with the pride might get shit done, but they don't feel like you're one of them. You're just a tool. That's all you are. And on the other end, you're the person always bitching out that makes an excuse for everything. They don't depend on you for shit. <laughs> all right. They don't, you just fill a void. All right. Yep. So you can either be a tool or you can just be, uh, you know, as we used to say, a mouth breather, you know, you just end up there sucking up oxygen. Okay. Find a good, happy median medium, but also remember, analyze, figure out who you are. Like probably one of the most important things we can do is continue to try to figure out who we are, better understand ourselves, to see like where we're at, where we're going and, and frankly know how to manipulate it more. Right. You know, so um, work on that. And if you got some good tools for me, fucking send it to me. I'm all about it. Yeah. All about it. We've had a bunch of shout outs lately. We've had a bunch of people subscribing. We've had a bunch of people 
commenting and sharing us. Um, and I just, you know, I want to just say thank you and just kind of give you, you go, one of the guys that, that, you know, I'm not going to be able to hit everybody. So I just want to say one name real quick. Cause he's at the top of my list. Um, Ethan has been sharing us. He has been putting us out there. He's definitely fighting the good fight right now. And in addition to that, he's, he's out there just killing it. And I just want to say thank you to Ethan. Good deal. Thank you. But yeah, do you want to put a bow on her? Yeah, man. I, I mean, I think I just wrapped it up. Gave some, yeah. some, some points for people to apply. Hey, if you get a chance, subscribe. If you like us, give us some feedback. Love to hear it. Whatever you think. We want this to be, we want this podcast to um, uh, be a useful tool for you. We want you to learn from it. You know, let us know. Tell somebody about us. Holy shit. I would love you for that. Tell somebody about us. Go on, scroll on down on that app and also maybe hit some stars. That won't hurt my feelings either. So um, appreciate it. And with that, I mean, grind her out.